thing about working with clients who come to us with the desire for weight loss is that it requires a very specific conversation to be had at the, at the beginning of the relationship in order to pre-frame them that weight loss is possible, but we also have to work on all these other things in order for it to be sustainable. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Last night on my trigger mapping support call, I had a conversation with a student that I want to share with you because... What she said to me when I asked her to unmute and connect with me, just like we do every week, was, Laura, my worst fear as a coach came true this week and she started to cry. And I feel this is important to share because her fear, her fear is your fear. Her fear was my fear. Her fear is so alive and present in each and every one of us. If we are guiding our clients down a journey that is more internal than it is external. So what that fear was, was she got on the phone with one of her clients this week and her client said, I'm not feeling supported by you. I am not happy with the progress I'm seeing. I don't understand why you aren't telling me what to eat. I don't understand why you aren't giving me the meal plan. And I just let this sink in because I can remember so clearly so many times where I had very similar conversations with my clients. The thing about it is that when we decide that we're going to be the coach who helps someone change their relationship to food, who helps someone change their relationship with their thoughts and their emotions, who helps someone engage in the world around them in a different way and allow, and, and allow that to really dictate the physical results that can become possible simply because they're no longer coping with food, they're no longer numbing with food, and because of that, the physical results get to just happen as a byproduct instead of it ta them taking center stage, right? When we decide that that's the coach we want to be, of course, there are going to be clients who get frustrated when we're not just telling them what to eat. Of course, there are going to be clients who get frustrated with us, who project that frustration onto us when the physical results aren't as fast as they were when they were following the restrictive plans that they, they broke free from when they started with us. Of course, this is going to happen because they are wired to expect a very specific journey when they hire a coach. Every experience up until this point for many of our clients has been about eat this, don't eat that, has been about check in with me every day so I can make sure that you're following the plan, has been about rules, has been about helicopter momming them and suffocating them and making sure that they're just doing the things so that we can get them to the end result as quickly as possible. But when we decide that that isn't what we stand for, when we decide that that isn't the journey that we want to take our clients on, we have to expect 
that their discomfort with that is going to surface from time to time. So with my student last night, in tears, falling deep into a shame spiral around, I'm not doing a good enough job. I'm not enough. I wasn't worthy of asking for that money. My clients hate me. I am not a good coach, etc., etc., etc. All of those stories that ensue as soon as someone shows us that they're not happy with us, as soon as someone reflects back to us that they believe it's our fault, that we aren't what they expected us to be, that we aren't what they wanted, our job in that moment isn't to convince them otherwise. It's to recognize how that feels for us to receive and it's for us to hold space around so that we can help them understand that that thought, that belief, their reaction to the fact that the plan isn't what they think they needed to see a fast physical result is simply a negative projection. It's simply their discomfort with not gripping to the physical changes that they came to us in desire of. The thing about working with clients who come to us with the desire for weight loss is that it requires a very specific conversation to be had at the, at the beginning of the relationship in order to pre-frame them that weight loss is possible, but we also have to work on all these other things in order for it to be sustainable and to get them bought into that journey. And the thing is, is even when we have that conversation, our clients are still operating on, on old belief patterns, on old hardware, hard wiring in their mind that tells them that I need to be seeing a physical result in order to know that I'm making changes. So my advice to my student was to first reflect inwards. What is that really triggering in you? When, when, your, when your client is saying, I'm not happy with you, you aren't supporting me, what is that really triggering in you? What is that bringing up in you? On what level do you believe that? Because the only world where that feels true is the one where we are in a doubtful place of ourselves and our value as a coach. Where we aren't totally clear what it is that we're holding our clients through when we're not totally clear why someone should believe us when we tell them we can change their life, when we are in a doubtful place around our own value as a coach and someone reflects that back to us, of course we're gonna get triggered because we on some level believe it. So what do we need to let go of or what do we need to start believing about ourselves in order for us to receive that feedback and not take it as truth, not identify with it? What needs to shift? What needs to be stripped away? What do you need to look at that you're avoiding? Where did you learn that the people in your life have to always be happy with you in order for you to feel worthy, in order for you to feel enough, in order for you to feel valued? Where did you learn that? And then the second piece is, when someone comes to you and says, you're not supporting me, can we, instead of explaining all of the ways that we're supporting them. Instead of 
gripping onto that relationship and texting them every day from that day moving forward or emailing them constantly to make sure that they're feeling good or whatever whatever reaction wants to come out of you in that moment to prove to them that you are supporting them, that they made the right decision to invest in you, can we instead gain clarity around what they mean? Can we ask them, okay, I hear you. I hear that you are not feeling supported. Can you better explain to me what it means to you to be supported? In what way are you feeling unsupported? And is that really the definition of support or is it simply that you're feeling like you're feeling uncomfortable with the uncertainty of taking a different journey? You're feeling uncomfortable with the fact that I'm not giving you tangible things just to check the box on. How is it feeling to not have a meal plan to follow? Is that hard for you? Is that uncomfortable for you? Is that triggering you? You've been eating great. How did you know those last three weeks to eat stir fries and salads? How did you know that? Because the thing is, is these clients, they don't trust themselves. These clients, they don't trust that they know that what they know is the right thing. They're so used to looking outside of themselves for validation as well. They're looking outside of themselves to know that they're okay, that, it's, that they're in control that they're going to see success and that success is going to lead to happiness. They're looking everywhere outside of themselves. And when they hire you, they're looking to you. They want you to give them all the things to help them feel in control. And when you don't give those things to them because you know that's not in service of what they really need, they are going to have a reaction. They are going to feel uncomfortable. So when that happens, how can we not identify with whatever they're projecting onto us and how can we instead hold space around and in fact hold up a mirror to them to show them why they are in desire of more structure, why they are in desire of more control, why they think that's going to give them what they want. The last thing we want to do is give them what they say they want in that moment. It's not about giving up control. It's not about just making them happy. It's the things that they think they want aren't the things that they need. It's just what they're most familiar with. We as humans will always seek out familiarity and comfort. Why else do you think your clients continue to numb or cope with food when they have a weight loss goal? It's not because they don't know any better. It's because it's what's familiar and comfortable and their brain is hardwired to seek out that familiarity and that comfort. It's how we know we're safe. It's how we know we're okay. So when your client comes to you and says, I need more structure, I need more support, I need more feedback, I need more meal plans, I need more of all of these external tangible things, what they're really saying to you is I need more comfort, I need things that make me feel like I'm in a familiar place. I need things to make me feel controlled. Our clients are so used to stacking up all these external things to control them. And what you're trying to do is break them free from that box and show them that they don't need to be controlled to be in control. That being in control isn't about never engaging in, in un 
in disempowering behaviors. It's never about never feeling hard emotions. It's about changing your relationship to what's triggering you in your life and how you are hardwired to react to those situations. So if you are a coach who desires to work with your clients or is already working with your clients on the internal journey, on how they're engaging with themselves, on the thoughts that they're having, on the emotional reactions they're having to triggers in their life, on the whole gamut. You cannot do that without also being ready for having these conversations. Because as soon as someone doesn't get the validation that they want, they're gonna grip onto what they've always known. And if you're not giving that to them, they're gonna project that onto you. That doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. That doesn't mean you're not a good coach. That doesn't mean you are not worthy of, of taking their investment, of supporting them on this journey. That doesn't mean you need to learn more about nutrition. All that means is that they are feeling uncomfortable and you need to make them feel safe to feel uncomfortable. That is it. That is literally it. You don't need to save them. You don't need to change the plan to prove you're, you're good at what you do. You don't need to text them 10 times a day. You don't need to be available 24 seven. You don't need to write the meal plan that you hate writing. You don't have to do any of that. You simply have to reflect back to them why they feel that way and move forward together from that point. And you also, you also need to recognize what that triggers in you. And you need to create space to really look at that. You need to investigate that. Because if a client not being happy with you is enough to push you into a place of, am I really good at what I do? There's a wound there that needs a little bit of love, a little bit of attention. How can you know without a shadow of a doubt that what you're guiding your clients through is exactly what they need? How can you get to a place where you know, even when clients resist, even when they're frustrated with you, even when they say, I don't feel supported, you know you're giving them exactly what they need and you know how to move them forward from that place. When you're in that spot, when you can see them coming at you and you cannot identify with it because you know what's really going on, you're a completely different coach than most coaches out there. This is a very hard shift to make. And it doesn't happen overnight, it happens with practice. Every time a client projects onto you, you have an opportunity to practice. You have an opportunity to look more deeply into yourself, to get to know yourself better. And that's the invitation I am extending to you. Have you had a situation recently where a client wasn't happy, where a client blamed you, where a client requested more from you than you wanted to give? How did you respond? Did you bow down to what they expected? Did you give them what they felt they needed, even if it wasn't what they needed? Or did you stand in the space that you are creating around a new journey for them and invite them in to look at why this feels uncomfortable and how we can move forward from that point? I hope this was so, so helpful for you to really identify okay, I am safe. I am safe to be different. I am safe to guide them on a new journey. It's not about clients being happy with me all of the time. In fact, 
the moments that clients get triggered by what you're guiding them through can become some of the most profound breakthrough moments if you are willing to let that be in the room without trying to fix it or push it away or just settle the energy so that you know that they're happy with you. Release the need of clients needing to be happy with you and you'll become such a profound coach simply because you're gonna give your clients something that nobody else can ever give them. You're gonna give them a safe space to be triggered and to verbalize and to recognize that even when they don't get what they want, doesn't mean they can't get where they wanna go. Doesn't mean they can't get what they need. And in fact, oftentimes they're blind to what they really need. And that is one of the most profound breakthrough moments of all. Give this a try, do some reflection, and I'm here if you need me. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapoberin.com. See you next time.